0: districts, a
1: five-alarm fire, five bells, move in immediately. That's it. Let's go. Let's go.
2: Firefighters.
3: Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the demon of fire. In just a minute, we'll move to fire department headquarters where Chief Cody and Tim Collins are waiting for Jimmy, Tim's young brother, and Whitey Williams, his rival for leadership of the Firefighters Brigade at Northside School. But before Jimmy and Whitey get there, we have time for this message. Let's go, firefighters. Let's go to fire department headquarters where Chief Cody is having a hasty word with Tim Collins to prepare for their meeting with Whitey Williams and Jimmy, Tim's young brother. Chief Cody, you remember, is worried that the rivalry between Whitey and Jimmy will wreck the firefighters' brigade at Northside School, and he hopes his plan to bring them together will work out.
0: Collins, it's got to work. Those boys have got to learn to work together. Yes, sir. If they don't, we can give up the Northside Brigade as a total loss. But suppose they catch on. Catch on to what, Collins? Well, to the fact that this... this mystery of yours, this puzzle about how that sprinkler system got out of control... suppose they find out that we've already solved that mystery? Is that what you mean? Yes, sir. That could make them pretty sore, you know. Great blistering
1: blazes. I didn't think of that. Well, here they are. It's too late now, Collins. Uh I'm going to dump the mystery into their laps just as if we didn't know the answer already. Uh, Just as you say, Chief. Shall I open the door? Yes, let them in, Collins.
0: All right, fellas, come on in.
3: As Jimmy Collins and Whitey Williams take seats in his office, Chief Cody quickly reviews the reason for asking them to drop in.
1: Now, Whitey, Jimmy, there's a special reason for asking you two out of the whole firefighter's brigade to tackle a problem like this. Yes, sir. You know what I mean, Whitey?
4: Well, that sprinkler system, it's a matter of science... Gee, science is what I know all about most. I mean, it's right. Oh, I it is not. It is so. Chemistry, physics, all that stuff, that's for me. Oh, sure, but I mean the sprinkler
2: system. That isn't anything to do with science. Somebody made a mistake, that's all. Now, hold
1: on now, both of you. Maybe one of you is right, maybe you're both right.
0: Uh, fellas, the chief means this mystery might be a matter of science, the kind of stuff Whitey eats up, or it might be a question of practical firefighting. And that's where Jimmy comes in.
1: That's it? Now, I know you two fellows don't always rub each other the right way.
2: Oh, we sure don't.
1: Yeah. Well, now, here's a case where I'm asking you to get along. Just for as long as it takes to do a job for the fire
2: department. Well.
4: Like a kind of a truce?
2: Well, I guess I can be truthful if it's for the department.
4: I guess I can if he can.
2: Oh, good for you, fellas. Chief, they're
4: going to
0: help us out after all.
1: Fine. That's fine. Now, you might as well handle this like a full-dress investigation. Go over to 10 Patterson Street, where that sprinkler system got out of control. Size up the situation on the spot.
3: A few minutes later, Jimmy and Whitey find themselves in the hallway of the building at 10 Patterson Street. As they read the list of tenants' names on the wall, a creaky elevator halts at the first floor. And the operator calls to the boys.
2: What are you looking for, kids? Uh, mammoth metal works, mister. Oh,
4: look, it's on the second floor. It says so right here.
2: Well, she's closed. Whole second floor is closed. Last week, the third floor.
0: This week, the second floor. Next week, this here first floor. Fixing pipes.
4: Hey, Jimmy. Huh? Fixing pipes, he says. Uh, mister, is it the sprinkler system?
0: Sprinklers? Nah, regular water pipes in the floor. Between the ceiling on one story and the flooring on the next. Iron pipe and she's all rusted out. So they're putting in copper. Cutting out the old pipe fellas are with bloke torches and arcs.
2: But, Mister, didn't they have trouble with the sprinkler system
4: up at Mammoth Metal Works? One day last week, Mister.
2: Trouble? I should say they did, kids. You ever see them sprinklers go off? <laughs> no, sir, but we know what they're like. A pipe runs along the ceiling with little sprinkler heads on it. And, and when a
4: fire makes the temperature go up, the sprinkler heads go off and spray water that puts the fire out.
2: Wasn't no fire last week, kids.
0: Up to Mammoth, the sprinklers let go, and twice the fire department come a-running. But there wasn't
2: no fire. Well, that's what we knew when we started out, Whitey.
4: Then let's go back to headquarters. The chief said we could look in the laboratory. You know, I got a feeling, Whitey. Huh?
2: I got a feeling the answer is right here. If we could only see it.
0: Ain't nothing to see here, kids. Not up to Mammoth, anyways. Nothing but fellas with low torches and arcs cutting them old pipes out of the space below the floors.
2: Well, thanks anyway, mister. You're welcome, kids. You're welcome.
0: Come
3: again. Back at headquarters with nothing to show for their visit to the scene of the mysterious flood caused by sprinklers that drenched the machines at Mammoth Metalworks for no obvious reason, Chief Cody turns Jimmy and Whitey over to Tim Collins. And in the laboratory,
0: Tim shows them. Now, these are the sprinkler heads from Mammoth
1: Metalworks, fellas. Huh.
4: They don't look like much, do they? Look, they look like plenty if you know what to look for. All right, what do you see? Well, look at the one with the tag on that says number one. Ah,
0: that's the first one that blew off without any cause that we could see.
4: And it's in perfect condition. Same as the other one. The one you put in to take its place. And that blew off, too. So what? So that tells us it wasn't because there's anything wrong with these sprinkler heads. Look, you see that little lump of metal... That's what melts when the temperature goes up too high. And when it melts, the water can get out and spray around, and that's just what happened. Well, what of it? All right, the temperature
2: went up. My gosh, a a shop all full of machines and stuff. Of course it gets hot. Hey, what about that, Tim?
0: Uh, You mean the temperature in the shop?
2: Yeah. In the shop, it's hot anyway, and maybe they have a lot of lights on. And it got so hot up near the
4: ceiling oh, that... Ha, ha, oh, oh. What's
2: that for?
4: Don't you think they'd think of that before it happened? Yeah,
0: He's right, Jimmy. In a place where it's apt to get pretty hot anyway, they use a special sprinkler. Oh, head.
4: wait a minute. Let me tell him. I've looked it up. In a machine shop, they'd have sprinklers that don't go off until... Uh, uh, let me think now. Oh, I get it.
2: They can stand the heat in the shop... But they're set so that more heat than that, like
4: heat from a fire... Sure, more heat, like like when there's a fire, that sets them off. And these here, well, I bet they could stand maybe as high as 200 degrees. Uh,
0: 212, Whitey, this type can stand.
4: Yeah, and maybe 10 degrees more. Gee, without any fire, I can't figure what could have happened. Listen, Whitey, you said if it got hot as fire up near those sprinkler heads, where they hang below the ceiling, they'd go off. Yeah, when the air gets hotter than maybe 212, maybe 10 degrees more. All right. Then how hot does a blowtorch
2: get? A blowtorch when you keep the flame going a long time. Oh, a blowtorch gets awful
4: hot. It gets... Hey! Hey, Jimmy, you guessed it! A blowtorch cutting iron pipes in the floor! Oh, hey, hold
0: on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going too fast for me now.
4: Then am I right? Come on, we'll go tell the chief. Come on, Jimmy! Boy, we
2: solved it. Come on, Tim. Gotta see the chief. Uh, hey, wait for me.
0: Oh, good grief. Those kids have figured it out. Wait until the chief
4: hears there.
1: No, no. One at a time, one at a
2: time. Ah,
4: oh, but Chief, we figured it out both together. No, Jimmy thought of it in a flash. The elevator man at 10 Patterson Street. He told us they were fixing the water pipes in the floor last week. On the third floor, Chief. The third floor. Don't you see?
2: Right up over those sprinklers in the mammoth metal works. Using blow torches and stuff and all kinds of things to make terrific heat, bed is a fire. And it wasn't a fire. It was
4: the heat from above, the heat from those torches.
2: That made the sprinklers go off. Well,
4: Jimmy figured it out, just like that.
2: Ah, uh, listen, only for Whitey telling how sprinklers work, I never could have. We figured it out together, Chief. Don't you believe him? Well, boys, well,
1: Collins, uh, this calls for sodas all around. Ah, uh,
4: we're
2: always glad to help the department,
4: aren't we, Whitey? Anytime, Chief. Any time at all. You just call on Jimmy and me.
1: Yeah, well, now that you've settled this mystery for us, I was hoping you might straighten out the firefighters brigade.
4: Why? What's the matter with the brigade?
1: Well, I heard a rumor some of you officers might be dropping out. That could wreck the brigade, you know.
4: Oh, well, gee, Chief. I I was
2: just talking, I guess.
4: Jimmy, you weren't gonna quit. Hey, look, you don't. What will we do without you in the brigade? Let's
1: talk it over down at the corner, boys. There's a place we can get a big soda. Will you meet me there in five minutes? Oh, sure.
4: It's come on, Whitey. Yes, sir. We'll be there. Hey, Jimmy, wait for me.
1: <laughs> well, that seems to be that. Now those kids are pulling together at last. They've caught on to the idea that it takes all kinds to make a fire department.
0: Yes, sir. And we're lucky to have all kinds when they're needed. I know, Chief, but suppose they ever find out we solved that mystery for ourselves, that we almost pulled that building apart the other day until we found out what was making the sprinklers go off without any fire. Well, let's keep that our little secret, Collins.
1: As long as nobody tells it around, we're safe. Yes, sir. And so is the firefighter's brigade at Northside School. Yes, sir. Now, come on, let's get down to the corner and meet the boys, huh? As Chief Cody often points out, all's well
3: that ends well. And the bitter feud between Jimmy Collins and Whitey Williams has come to an end. Soon, we'll hear about that play they plan to give at Northside School. But right now, Chief Cody and Tim Collins have a serious new fire hazard to meet. You'll find out about it when you hear our next true-to-life episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you boys and girls how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here's a message you ought to hear. And now Chief Bob Cody with a special notice
1: for the Firefighter's Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. This is your friend, Chief Cody, with a new line to add to your list of common fire causes. All ready? Write down packing material. Now, that means burlap, straw, excelsior, sawdust, even tissue paper for wrapping presents and packing garments. Packing material. Flimsy stuff that catches fire easily, flares up, spreads flame far and wide before you know it so pack your packing material away in a covered container. That's all for now. You'll hear from me soon. Fire Chief Cody
3: and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear...
0: That's it. Let's go!